everybody, and welcome to On the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel. I am your host, Dion Keg, and joining me, as always, he is the Mark Ellis to my Christian Harloff. He is Luke Stuttered. Luke, as you can tell, today is a day. Hey, I completely understand. Oh, and Ryan, good evening to you. Ryan, where are you from? I, I, I have, hey, don't I don't try to know. Don't don't get nosy into people's business. <laughs> I know. I've just been curious because Ryan keeps comes each week, and we're so appreciative of him joining each week because Ryan is the best. <laughs> don't don't get nosy. Don't get nosy. I know. I know. But, I know. But for everyone watching us here, please be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. That way, you can be up to date when. Ever a new Into the Snowdown Galaxy goes live. Also, hit the notification bell. That way you will be notified when we go live. Also, if you are listening to us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review and comment to this video. Please, that helps with the algorithm that makes it to where more people can discover our show. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at GalaxyGeeks1 and on Instagram at GalaxyGeeksEL. See, I'm able to make our intro work better now. <laughs> I just punched yeah. the microphone by accident. Oh, see, you mess up the intro now. No, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But yeah, Luke, what a week in Schmodown we had this past week. Ooh, wow. Oh, okay, Ontario. Oh, oh that's cool. Oh, yeah, you're in charge of the comments. I forgot. <laughs> I know, right? Come on. We're, we're actually trying to be more organized this week, you know, because yeah. we try. Yeah, but yes, this has been a major... Oh, your microphone was so far away. Anyway. Um, I got a little cool, you know. This week has been a big week in Schmodown. We've determined who will be going up against Thomas Harper for the Star Wars Championship. And we've determined who are going to be in the finals of the team's tournament. I have a sneeze coming in, but it's not wanting to happen. I'm still <laughs> talking. Anyway, and we've also started the quarterfinals of the singles tournament. That all happened last week to lead into this week, which is going to be the team's tournament finals. We're going to give our predictions for that. We have more quarterfinal matches, and these quarterfinal matches will be determining who is going in the semifinals for next week. And then those two semifinal matches to determine who will be in the finals. And that will be the end of the regular season to the point where we're only in Schmodown. But before we even do the player of the week segment, Luke, I wanted to throw out a question to you. Are you ready for this question? Nope, but I guess we're going to anyway. This question comes from the Star Wars finals match. There was a video right before the match started. With Roka and Christian. So, Luke, my question to you. Will Roka get a match at Spectacular? Yes, I think Roka is getting a match. I think that is going to happen. I think the better question is, where is the Chandra match coming in? I think the Roka match is going to happen. I have more questions on the Chandra match. I feel like they firmly established now that the Chandra match is not going to happen. That this is season. not true. Well, because I mean... If you go to the Ultimate Schmodown show, which shout them out, Ultimate Schmodown is actually pretty good. Um, they they are saying that he is saying that he's going to have a match. That they were planning on doing the match, but they couldn't do it in live. At they couldn't schedule it because of 
Winston's schedule, mm-hmm. but the match is going to happen. I don't know. I do not know. We'll find out more. I feel like next week is when they're going to start filling the other pieces in of from the 19th to Spectacular. They got a lot to cover. Also, Brian Nosebaum just makes Roka match the fourth match in Spectacular. Yeah, I, I think I think your route this year, because we're ending a chapter in the Schmodown, mm-hmm. I think this, this Spectacular needs to be closing for Roka for if Riley's retiring. I think this is ne- needs to be the end of a chapter. I don't think you need to do a a a uh, Kevin Smith match. I don't think you need a uh, Jericho match. I think you, this needs to be the closing of this chapter of the Schmodown. I think that this week the the Roka match will be the semi main. It's not going to be the main event. It's going to be I and I'm ready for you to attack me. I feel like it's going to go Star Wars, Inner Geekdom, Teams, Roka, Singles. I might switch Teams and Roka. No, like, again, I see Roka being the match before the main event. Because of how big Roka is and the personalities and all that. Ro- like Roka's match should be against Mance because he needs the trilogy to end. I honestly, I think I disagree with that. Uh, Brian, normally I always agree with you on stuff. I think in this case, I disagree due to the fact of Mance has not been in it. So mm-hmm. why would you give it like why would would Christian give a match where honestly, if you think about it, Mance has not been in it. You want him playing someone for his last match, his epic showdown, his last ride. You want with someone who's in, been in it. It would be so, cool to be Mance, but I don't think Mance is as on his game as what he would if he had been in it. So a new question I have for the Roka match. Would you do a three-rounder or a five-rounder? Because Ooh. if you look at it, if you look at all the other matches that, outside of the Roka match, all of them are five rounders. If you just have this one three round match, it may throw the pacing of the event off. But that's just my opinion. Actually, I think I'd go five. It's Roka's mm-hmm. last match. This is his match. Roka started really changed the schmo down when he joined. Mm-hmm. Roka is probably one of your biggest characters. I think losing him as a player is a big loss, but I understand why. Um, yeah, I mean, it has to be a four, three rounds because title matches are five, but I think just because of the legacy around it, I think a five would be very interesting. Yeah. Also, because, because we know for a fact, because looking at all the people it could be, like, and who we want, like, I, I think some people want Jeff Snyder. That one seems like the, out of all the ones that it could be, that's the least likely. So, yeah. I'm looking at the people that live in that area. I'm like, Mark Riley could be it, but who knows if he's going to be busy. Ben Bateman. Well, I'm even looking at it like Ben Bateman. Bateman. He is like 100% not going to be at Schmodown Mm. in a title match. So his schedule's Mm. open up for for the Roka match. Like It could be Riley and Bateman are my top two. If Dan gets eliminated in the singles tournament... Dan becomes like that moves up to my number one spot. But until then, it's Riley and Bateman. Levine? It's possible, but I don't know if Sam would be willing to do it. I think Sam is so done with playing. He doesn't want to play so badly. 
Yeah, I think Sam is fine with um being the manager. But yeah, like it could be like I could see if we had to okay, let's do this. Taking Dan out of it for a moment. Who are your top five choices? Uh I think my top one right now, taking Dan out, I'd say Riley, if it's this is a retirement match for Riley. Mm-hmm. Second, I'd go Ben Bateman because of their history and that would be an interesting way for, and I'd, I'd take the stipulation of if Roka wins, he gets to ride out into the sunset. If Ben Bateman wins, give him a title shot. I don't know about that one. I'd give him a title shot. I don't I know think about it, that. Make it, make it worth Ben Bateman's while. I mean, retiring a legend, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, I'd give him a title shot. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't do that personally. So you got Riley and Bateman. Who are the other three that you would Ugh. taking Dan out of it? If you put Dan in it, Dan's number one. Then it's Riley. Then it's Bateman. I, but if I'd go taking... Snyder. Yeah, I would go Snyder. To me, like Snyder of the top five, Snyder's number five. He's yeah. number three for me. I this one's hard because the here. Uh, the next question: Will Roka come in on a horse? <laughs> he will. He will do cowboy stuff. Look, well, there's a wrestler. There's a wrestler in AEW called Hangman Page, and literally one of his entrances was coming out on a horse, and it was beautiful. Well, well, here is something I will say, and this might be interesting with the Schmodown. Is it weird to say I think the Schmodown has passed Roka to the point where there really isn't a player that's just epic for him to play against i don't know i don't I mean, know i think it's possible i mean it's it's weird to say that but the schmodown I mean, has developed so much with all these rookies and and all your people that you really started with that roca started with they kind of mo- moved on well i could also see potentially if they really wanted to do this roca versus jte like and i he, even see this match no point to on the line it's just yeah. roca's final ride I, I don't think points are going to matter past the spectacular in general. Yeah, but it's just an interesting thing for me, like the discussion of like who, who like the top five most likely people it could be. And I think Riley and Bateman are the top two if Merle wins the tournament. Hmm. If it's Guy, Father, and Son reunion. I don't know the, this reference. Um, Andrew Guy constantly is referred to as John Roca's son. <laughs> That's awesome. And the last time Andrew Guy and John Roca played each other, it was for a number one contendership for the singles belt in Roca won. Not gonna lie, that would be a fun match to watch. Yeah. I, it was it was after that run of Guy beating Merle, then Guy beating Riley, and then Guy lost to Roca. So I mean, we could get if Guy wants to, it could be Guy. I I'm not fully against it. I'm actually I mean, not. I mean, or Christian could just throw the biggest curveball, and it's him, and it's Roka versus. <laughs> the last yeah. time that happened, t- top ten won. I think that'd be interesting. So, in saying that, let's go ahead and move on. Actually, let's actually start this because I think if we don't, it's going to feel like it's tacked on, and I don't want it to be tacked on. I want this to be something. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out Nerd Chronic. Nerd Chronic is retiring after the season. Um, he, for personal reasons, and everyone has reasons, I fully understand. 
And I just wanted to shout him out. To be honest, I thought he was just taking a sabbatical. I didn't know he was like fully retiring. It's kind of, it's a little confusing. I'm not 100% sure. I feel like Nussbaum will be able to correct us if he is fully retiring or if he's taking a sabbatical. But if he's retiring, then this is, I, I'm, it sucks. But like personal reasons, it's understandable. If, if it's just a sabbatical, then I hope he's able to get the help that he needs. That way he can come back stronger than ever. Nerdcrunt, to me, truly has made the Schmodown something different. Mm-hmm. He has done so much good work. He has done an incredible job. And I just, I want him to get the, the yeah, he's taking a break. Okay, so he's just taking okay. a break. But I also, I still want to shout him out. I want to say this, like, it. Nerd Chronic, if you end up watching this, thank you. I, I, we, we appreciate y'all, you so much. I mean, you used some of our stuff in the promo once, and that was incredible, and that made us all happy. Oh, okay. Um, Luke, what has been so far this season your favorite promo that Nerd Chronic has made? The one that sticks in my head, and, um, oh, also, Brian, I wonder who, who, if, we will get any promos and spec. Yeah, I do. They're just playing on something completely different. I think they're going to mm. go a completely different route with promos after Nerd live Chronic. promos. I uh, will see what happens there. But I, my favorite goes down to the Lady Justice. Y- you will bend the knee. Mm-hmm. That promo is incredible. Was that the one against um, Chance or Ethan? Yes, that was against Chance. Okay. That was, I, oh, Brian, my favorite promo was Danger Zone versus Corruption. That was a good Ooh, one. That, that was, was a good, good one. I would say, like, up there, the Mike versus Chandru. Because that yeah. was so much emotion in that. So, like, it was one of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I was saying that. Remember, um, or I say that. Never mind. Uh, didn't you say you cried in, in one of the promos? I cried during the Marisol Ethan Irwin one. Because that was the one that got me the most because it was watching that promo that made me realize that if Marisol wins, besides her like winning in general and it being a special moment, that promo made me go, oh, this will be a very special moment. And I can't believe it. I'm crying right now. So, yeah, this is that one was the one that was the first one that actually made me cry and feel like that sort of emotion. So, yeah. Well, I that's yeah. that's why I say I I wanted to shout him out because you know he's done such amazing things for the Schmodown and he deserves all the praise and everything that we give him. Yeah, he's the third personality with with Christian and Mark. And Honestly. also, you, Lomas versus Beth May. Oh, that one was so that good. Was... <laughs> See, he... they're such great ones. Yeah, they're like such great ones. Nerd Chronic has made an art form of this. If Nerd Chronic would ever fully leave, whoever follows him has a that's that's something where it's like he's got a high bar. He or oh, she yeah. has a high bar. It's a lot of work though. I mean, editing yeah. that much is a <laughs> especially oh, with the amount I, of matches. I understand. As I someone think... who has editing as a like job, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. They should give out promo of the year. Um, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, and I think Christian has realized this, I think the amount of matches has burnt everyone out. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean you've even, reacted to all of them. And almost all of them. I didn't start reacting until June. And already we're like at 90 plus. And I was like, these are so many. Yeah. So saying that, let's go ahead and let's move on to our recap. Recaps and of the weeks. All right. Our re- first recap is Mike Kalnowski versus Janine the Machine. All right. I'll just say the, this. The um, the uh, match that got me in trouble. <laughs> what do you mean got you in trouble? Do you not know the story? No. What happened? So, okay. Okay. So, so. You didn't tell me got, anything. I, I thought you, I guess I didn't. I, I, I apologize. So what happened was. What happened I had post was? I had posted on the Facebook this week for our at Schmodown player and manager was tough. We had to flip a coin between William Bibiani and Demi. But our player of the week is Nikki Demolante, and we picked Koi Jondra as our manager of the week. Great week, mm-hmm. everyone. And Bibbs, you did amazing. Then Janine commented. <laughs> okay. And commented a gif of Harry Potter with I'm invisible. <laughs> Janine. Um Okay, let's just say this, Janine. You played fantastically. You really oh, did. Oh, let let me let me read the comment I commented back cuz mm-hmm. this is how we fix we fix it. Janine, you did absolutely amazing. We just never give it to someone who gets a TKO or KO. When someone gets a TKO or KO, it's normally because the other player had a bad game and you don't get to show how good you are on your final three questions. I'll be I got, honest, I forgot she had a TKO. Yeah. Yeah, it was a TKO. Yeah, did, what what was did she respond to that like? All right, she liked fair. it. Okay, she liked it. it okay, we were better. We were we were in a little hot water there for a moment. Ooh, Ooh. dude, you have no idea how how I was like. Ooh, I gotta respond to this somehow. Yeah, you're the one that she, needs to fix that. Well, the thing is, Janine is just incredible. I love she did, Janine. She did amazing in this match, and. I felt really good about picking her to win. By the way, for everyone out there, in predictions, I won via two matches. Two matches. <sighs> and I was able to that. gain my first point in without us being tied in a long time. So <laughs> I got my lead back further. But yeah, Mike very much dropped the ball. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, uh, my... Mike was playing in singles turning on house money was just playing for that. <laughs> he really was. But here's, here's my thing that opponent's choice that he was given. Mm-hmm. I, I get, I know it's weird to say, and I shouldn't be this way, but I give people players a little bit of slack when there is such a hard slice on there and you're getting given opponent's choice. I give them a bit of credit sometimes. I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. I mean, it's a schmodown. It's you're gonna get what you get. But I just give them a little bit more credit because it was opponent's choice. I understand, but also now that Disney question, I even slipped up a little bit. But I realized my mistake like right after it. If you watch that reaction, you'll see that I was like, "No, this is the answer." No, wait. No, this is the real answer. But um. It was after the "It's a Wonderful Life" question where it just looked like he gave up. Well, I think he, I think he knew, he knew what was what was going on. Yeah, I, mean, I it, I understand, but still, like, you don't just give up. 
This is oh, the my. one time. Hey, allow me to do the one thing I never do. Shill from Mike Kalinowski. I am Mike Kalinowski is my number one guy. I need to be able to show that I can critique at someone that I love. So uh-huh. Mike very much dropped the ball and he was a very he just gave up after yeah. that question. And that hurt him a lot. But then Janine was able to take everything and go, Haha, this is how you play. And this made me go, I can't wait to see Janine versus Dan Merle. Because that is going to be a fight that I don't think anyone's ever expected. Because I, again, I don't know. Is Dan have, is that match happening this week? Yes, it is. Um, that I'll, that happens this week. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'll go into my prediction for that later. But Janine played like a monster. Eli, Brian's got you back. See, see, Brian, it's one of those things where it's like, man, I love you, Mike, but you gave up and you shouldn't have. A lot for comeback of the year. I will give it to her if she continues in the tournament. Well, I mean... I know what you're wanting. (laughs) So, in saying that, let's go ahead and... Because we are going to get... We'll talk more about Janine probably during predictions. Yes, we will definitely... Yeah. But now we're going to go to our manager manager of the week. Because he had two matches... And there he is, Corey Jandro, able to pick up two major victories for his faction. One, the first one, we can just go straight into them because everyone sees Corey is our manager of the week. What is the first one? Our first one is this is the reason why was Danger Zone versus Danger Zone versus Pressure Room. This was the match that made me go, man, I should have gone with my heart. Because you know, know me, right? I wanted to pick press room. I wanted to pick press room, but again, it was one of those. It's danger zone, though. And I said this during my reaction. I'm saying it again. I think this is proven that super teams should not be a thing. Ooh, Ooh. Leo, Leo's right. Bateman ends this year with his year seven and five, and Perry got her revenge. Exactly. Exactly. I very much feel like this match proved. Or I, it's been a circumstances, but super teams should not be a thing next year. If there is a team, or if it's if Ben Bateman's on the same faction as Dan, or vice versa, or you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. they should not be a team. They need to get players that complement each other, like Josh and Perry complement each other, and they have great chemistry together, and that's why they were able to get the victory. Dan and Ben are only looking at this as, oh, this is business. We're going to work together because we're two of the best. And like, well, look what happens when you're two of the best and you go up against a team that complements each other. You know, it's interesting if you look at it, the danger zone proves that you can have the two best individual players, but that does not mean that you're going to be the best team. Exactly. The, The only super team that I think that really proved us wrong yeah, Harlow yeah. even said you hated the idea of Ben Bateman and Dan. Yeah, I mean I did too. Like I thought I liked it, but then after their and first Merle, match, I hated it. Merle missing the three changed things to go to go yeah. Jer- uh, Perry and Josh's way. Josh is an animal. Yeah, I feel like this match helped Josh a lot oh, yeah. after that New York event. Yeah, I mean I <laughs> I hate I hate he had that, but honestly, I think that was the best thing that could have ever happened with Josh. 
a hundred percent that helped him like push forward and now here we are and we're about to get a rematch of the new york event yeah like super chains only works through storylines like the bibs and the kid storyline but remember when bibs and the kid were put together they were not considered a super team. No. The only the kid time. was actually doing pretty bad at that time. The only time I would actually look at a super team working was the Founding Fathers. That was the only time it worked. And I wouldn't call them a super team due to the fact of the. At that time, JTE had not been playing for a while. Roka was actually not playing his best matches. So the Founding Fathers. Were n- I would not consider the Founding Fathers a super team because they had not been playing and they were not at the top of their game at the time of joining as a team. Oh, the however, you and I very much disagree on that then because I always looked at them as a super team. Whenever you hold the singles belt at least once before you team up together, I'm like, oh, you're a super team. Because so when was the last time JTE had a belt? Oh, you're talking about Roka and JTE? Yes, yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about Roka and Dan Merle. My bad. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, yep, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That Rushmore's one, a completely that... different story, though. Yep, you're right. I was thinking, I was getting Founding Fathers and Rushmore confused. Rushmore is not much of a super team. It People can look at it and call it a super team, but it's very much one of those, that's a team that could be considered a super team if JTE did a little bit more. Yeah, I think... Uh, you're, you are kind of right with Founding Fathers, but I feel with Founding Fathers, strangely didn't feel like a super team. Mm-hmm. I they, think it's because in their second match, they lost to Corruption. Right. Founding Fathers ain't no super team. They lost to Corruption twice and had to make a lot of events to get to the team's title. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Again, that's You're why wrong. I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't consider founding father's super team because in the tournament the very first tournament they were in they lost in the second round against against mike who at the time was probably on a better game than he is on singles then than he is now in chance who at the time was an unknown property yeah so and i think uh perry Perry and Josh, please, if even if they don't win the title, please put them on the team again next year. Just oh, somehow work that team. out. It's I mean, going to be hard, though. I know, I know, especially with everything going on, but that team just works. Mm-hmm. So that does not feel like a super team. Um... Wait, what was the question again? Can you put uh, it Brian says, is there, is there any team that Merle is on that does not feel like a super team? Um, I mean, uh, I can tell you one time, but the person he was on the team with has been stricken from the record. What? Um, a little guy, a guy who, whose name is A.S. When they were screen junkies. Oh, Andy Signor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, oh, I'd forgotten. Yeah, that yeah, was Yeah, they a were thing. a team, like, it was season three and they were a team together. That was a, that, wow, that's a thing. Yeah, so it was like, that the time. chance of Riley and Merle and Riley. I mean, yeah, that, at the time, but then again, at the time, that could have been looked at as a super team, because Mark Riley was the singles champ, and Dan Merle was the screen junkies debate champ. 
So yeah, I miss that show. I do as well because that's the only time we'll see Koi compete and win. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else to talk to talk about this match? Um, not not particularly. I mean, I think um, Danger Zone not being a team next year is probably the best thing for Dan and Ben Bateman. I think Ben need Ben needs to be a full on heel next season with someone else. A mm-hmm. a good heel next season. That's what Ben Bateman is needing. And Dan just needs a good player. I mean, let me ask you this: If you were going to put anyone with Dan next season, who would you put? Oh, and also Brian said um, the Patriots is a super team. We can talk about that in a sec. Mm. I don't know um, if I would. I think at the who, time I would be weird about calling them a super team. They they were not a super team at the time. Because JTE was in a team with Bobby Gucci. <laughs> Before that. It was right. team B.O.B. Um, who would I put with Dan? That would compliment him. I mean... Dan and Paul Preston from Ryan. I... I mm, okay, I'm going to say this. You're probably going to very much disagree with me. I would put him with Paige for Betty. See? Uh, hmm, with Dan? Because imagine them as a team. I don't know. I'm afraid that one would almost feel like Dan and Ben Bateman. I disagree. Uh, maybe. Um, because you have Ben who already has a preset. Like, this is how I study. This is how you get the wins. And Paige, she's still, like, coming up. So that's a way for Merle to get get her under his wing. Be like, hey, let's let's work on this together. Let's work as a team. And, like, yeah. yeah. right. If press room doesn't happen next year, Josh and Dan. If pressure does, if press room doesn't happen next year, Dan and Perry. Ooh, um, Ryan. What about Paige and Ben? That was my call. I meant Paige and Ben. That would never happen. That. Oh yes, yes. Dan and Del. There Rita. it is. That's the that one. It. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. exactly it. That sounds great. Because Del Rio still needs. Del Rio's good, but he still needs to improve. Dan Merle is Dan Merle, so put them together, and then you like you can fill That'd in the blanks. That'd mm-hmm. be a good team. That really would be. So See, in saying that, let's Kaiser. We can put teams together. And <laughs> saying that, let's move on to the next match, and that is once again William Bibion versus David Del Rio. We were just Bibbs talking about him. Went perfect. Oh, Bib. Bibbs he, is incredible. Before we chose Nikki DeMolanta, and like the reason why it was between Bibbs and Nikki was because I was fighting heavy for Bibbs because he went perfect. He only went to I multiple know. once. With, and he got every other question right. We'll talk more about it, but I mean, I, I was I was so tempted to go with Bibbs on this. I, I don't disagree. only reason why I, I was leaning more towards Nikki was because it was a title shot. I mean, five rounds versus three rounds is just a different mm-hmm. mentality. Um, I but Bibbs, Bibbs is a player who scares me. Bibbs could definitely win this could tournament. Get, we could get a Shazam Civil War. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, if yeah. Brendan wins his side of the bracket, and Bibbs wins his side. It's possible. I'm, I'm kind of calling. I don't that see right it now. happen. I don't see it oh, happening. Ca- I'm calling it. I think I'm it not. I don't see Brendan Meyer winning. Winning in the semis. Ooh, that's where me and you disagree. Look, completely. I'm putting Brendan Meyer in the semis. <laughs> He's beating but, Barbarian. Uh, Unless Barbarian does something. 
I know, right? But no, mm-hmm. Bibbs has been doing incredible. Like Bibbs and Del Rio's been playing great. I, I mean, mean, that's the thing. Del Rio didn't have a bad game. It's just when no. you go up against Bibiani, you have to be on your A plus plus game. That's that's the problem. That's why I say like Bibbs right now. Bibbs is scary. Bibbs is so scary, especially with how he's playing in singles. Also, how he's playing in teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, him and the kid as a team. To me, I think he they're the best team in the show. I'll be honest. This is the one, just the season in general. And I'm going to say it right now. Oh, Del Rio ends his year 3-1. That's a great but, way to end it. Leo, thank you for always giving us the stats and thank info. You. Just thank, thank you for... Honestly, before we dive into it, I just want to say, chat, everyone who talks, everyone who likes the videos, thank you. Just thank you. Y'all are the absolute best. Y'all keep coming each week. Y'all are such an encouragement. This show is nothing with y'all out, y'all. I mean, it really isn't. Y'all give us information. Y'all keep us, you know, honest, especially me. <laughs> keep, <laughs> and I'm keep Eli like, honest. Uh, hey, now. <laughs> but it has made this show incredible. Um, each Each week, the show changes. Each week. Things have been different, but y'all keep coming back. Y'all keep encouraging us, and it's just been incredible. So I just wanted to say thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. But what I was going to say before you <laughs> love the chat so much, I was I saying know. that th- as of right now, I could see the Quirky Mercs winning the faction title. It's going to be tough. As of right now. It's going to be tough. The, um, right now with how... That loss from Gold Leader hurt the Finstock Exchange. The Finstock Exchange mm-hmm. is moving up towards that. The Finstock um, Exchange has three thing have three people left. They have yeah. the teams, um, tournament. They have yeah. Good news. Ryan, Ryan, I agree. I agree. Dario was part of the dungeon from the start. Things would have been different for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. If I agree he was a part of the dungeon from the start, I feel like the dungeon would have been different. Yeah, I think it would have helped the dungeon a lot. Mm-hmm. But. Finzak Exchange needs to win the team's tournament if they want to be still in contention. Griffin Nooms has to beat Paige, and Barbarian needs to beat Brendan Meyer. So there are so many things that the Finzak Exchange needs to do. If Griffey loses this week, that's one more thing. If Barbarian loses, they only have one thing. If King Arthur loses to Press Room in the tournament, the exchange is done. Yep, and the exchange has never, never played in a title match this year. That's exactly. just crazy to me. But... If- if the exchange loses this week, they are done for the season. And that entire thing of they've never played for a title, it fully, like, this would fully establish why. Because they're well, never all, able to seal the deal. And also, corruption's in a bad spot right now. Mm-hmm. Because corruption, spectacular is so important to corruption right now, it's not even funny. I think they're out of the singles tournament as well. Yeah, they're out of the singles, but you've also got... They got um, two title matches. Yeah, which if they won both of them, you're oh, and it also depends. And we can talk for a second. I mean, there's an the entire sh- tweet about like all the points that could sway. Well, here's the thing too: if they do the Chandra match, mm-hmm. then that's and Mike wins. That's some massive points. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee there is a lot of teams that are hoping that match does not happen. I think. I know Swag is hoping it does. Oh, I guarantee you Swag does, but it doesn't help Swag. Swag's not coming in. I mean, first. if Swag wins, it doesn't matter if it helps Swag or not. Like, in the 
getting to the um, championship, that helps take away points from corruption. Oh, and yeah. that's what I a mean, lot it, of people are wanting. Oh yeah. They're everyone that it, it could go one or two ways. You could have a match with, with Chandra and Chandra wins and that hurts corruption like crazy. Mm-hmm. Or, or it could be Chandra loses and, or, or, I mean, Mike wins and it just, that's more points to corruption. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Quirky Mercs, Corruption's like closest to like sealing the deal. Yes. Quirky Mercs are on the tails. I know everyone wants to say the dungeon is close. Oh, wow. Could end the season at 105 points. Yeah. Make it a triple threat. It would be unfair to Parker not even being able to play Kalinowski thanks to Chandra skipping him. Why I agree with Leo. Why don't they just do that? Hey, just do that is the title match. Why don't they just do it as a triple threat match? Because I, I don't want to see a triple threat. That's so unfair to Parker. That's so unfair. That's the bad part with all of this. It's so unfair to him because he's been work. He he won the tournament to play mm-hmm. Mike. I mean, that was the whole to thing. Play and Mike so now, specifically. And so now Chandra coming in, it just doesn't feel good. It feels kind of weird. I know. And I think that's why a lot of fans are very anti um Chandru getting a match. Because it, they're like not... Robert, they're like, no, we want Robert versus Mike. We don't want Robert versus Chandru 2 or Mike versus Chandru 2. We want Robert versus Mike. Yeah, I I it it's tricky. This one's tricky. They, they back themselves into a corner with this. With having Chandru come out and um Declare himself the, the number is, one contender, or like the Paul thing. They back themselves. If this is a storyline, they back themselves into a corner by doing all that. Let me ask you this. This is an interesting question. What if you have instead of what if you do the Mike Parker match before Spectacular, and then Spectacular is Chandra versus whoever wins between Mike and Parker? No, Parker and the Mike match is the Spectacular match. That is the main event of the Inner Geekdom division. Yeah, that's. I think that's the issue because Mike versus Chandra is such a mass, or Mike versus Parker is such a, you know, a weighted thing because Parker has what has been working so hard to get to this mm-hmm. point, and Mike has been winning and winning and winning. It just feels like the momentum is there, but if you throw in the Chandra thing, the momentum just feels off. yeah, it just feels like there's no no momentum. And I might be wrong. Like people in the chat, do you feel like the momentum? will still be there if the Chandra match happens, or do you feel like the momentum is just not into that Chandra match? I'm kind of curious. Or, chat, you can answer this question with your thoughts. If the Chandra match officially happens, if they say this match is happening before um, Spectacular, and it is going to be Robert Parker versus either Mike or Chandra, will you feel... I want to choose the right word, but this is the only word... In my mind, will you feel cheated out of a definitive Robert versus Mike match? Because again, it's up in the air if, like, if for that Mike versus Chandra, if Mike would win, and people have been wanting Parker versus Mike. So if that match happens, will you feel cheated out of a guaranteed Parker Kalinowski match? Let us know in the comments down below. All right. So next on the list is. Rookie of the uh, no, no player of the week. We, we don't have rookies anymore. What are you talking? No, we're done. Anyway, Nikki Demolanta. She she's the number one contender. 
it is so nice to see, even by accident. Um, Leo, not not for spectacular. Thanksgiving is coming along. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just not a lot of time left for that match. No, and then there's a holiday happening in between now and spectacular. So it's like you, it's the worst timing to have that match. Yeah, it really is. But Nikki Demolanta, she's our player of the week. Let's get into the match that proved why she was. People say uh, Josh is the biggest steal of the draft. Nikki is like, like hold my beer. Exactly. <laughs> yes. She was drafted last. Yes. All right, here's this match. I honestly, wow. It was a five-rounder. It made, Me watching this match made me go, okay, so Nikki DeMolanta was just training Andrew so she could eventually get in one of these matches. Nikki is incredible. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Like, and it's not even just her play. It's also the type of person she is. The fact that she gets so emotional. She gets so into it. I love how much care she's brought into the into it. And it's just, I, I don't know. I think Nikki has just become one of my favorite players. And I went for gold leader. Yeah, I, and I, I didn't. I was, this, this sealed the deal for me. Oh, uh, Ryan said, I see uh, Paul taking uh, his title match back from Chandra and Paul disaligns himself from Winston for next season. Okay. I'm not I'm not against that. I'm really not actually I think I think Paul does not need to be with Winston next season. I just I I, I, don't. I don't I think I don't think Paul needs to be with Kaiser, which was his previous manager. But Paul needs a new one. Brian, I've never read something more right. Exactly. This look I could see Nikki winning, and I know you're going to hate me, I could see Nikki winning the Star Wars belt off of Thomas. I'm not I'm not going to say you're crazy. Nikki's but, scary. But, but you Thomas have, is Thomas. I know. Thomas is a freaking droid. But, hey. Oh, speaking of Thomas, last week we did a trailer reaction for Boba Fett, and Thomas was on with us. That was... That's why I say Thomas is going to be scary, just the knowledge that he brings to the table mm-hmm. is incredible. But Nikki is hard looking at watching this match made me go, okay, so who was really studying for all of Andrew's matches? Was it Andrew studying or was it Nikki? <laughs> Nikki because... to me is crazy. Nikki really is the Mara. She is yeah. someone who just came in show shows her stuff. And I hats she off to Nikki. Out. Uh, Nikki is actually going to be popping on two other shows tonight. They're going to be on. She, she's going to be on the Spin from the Real. So go check those guys out tonight because Spin from the Real is they have been incredible to us. Also, uh, P, she she's also going to be on POV tonight as well. Yep. And so check those shows out. Thomas must be so happy he doesn't have to face Gold Leader again. Oh yes, man! Well, oh I, my goodness. Look, I would have loved to have seen Gold Leader Harper too. I honestly would. However, seeing Harper versus Demolanta, not not Harper Mwah. Demolanta too, but still a Harper Mwah. Demolanta. Ugh. It's just, it's like Star Wars. It rhymes. <laughs> oh, it's dude. This this Nikki has just become incredible, and she is someone that. I knew was good. I knew the first match that she had after that first match. I knew she was incredible. Mm-hmm. You just she showed herself, and in this match, Gold Gold Leader had some slips, but not many. They both so had Nikki, slips in round one, 
He had to go into multiple choice in round two. And then they were like, even Steven, the rest of the match. Uh, those those actor questions in round two sunk gold layer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this year, Brian, so this season we got Alex facing off against two Demolantas. Now Thomas is facing off on the, facing another Demolanta. <laughs> oh, that's really bad. That's this crazy. Is what, this is what's so great about this season. We are able to see so many different competitors in the Star Wars division. Some of them just happen to be related to each other. Some of them happen to be married to each other. We got to see Damon versus Damon. We got to see Damon versus Demolanta. Two different versions. We're about to see Harper versus Demolanta. Two different versions. Is it just me or is the Star Wars division becoming one of the best divisions this season? It is a great division. Now, I see it opening the spectacular. But Let me ask you this this season. Between Star Wars and Air Geekdom, which one is higher this season? Do that to me. I know, I know. You know I love Inner Geekdom. Inner Geekdom is my division. I know, right? But mm-hmm. which one this season? I'm not saying in general. I'm saying this season. And chat, y'all can chime in on this one too. Which one do you see higher this season? Like in play, in, in excitement? Is it Star Wars or is it Inner Geekdom? For Inner Geekdom, it depends on the match and how you build it up. For Star Wars, it just seems like with every single match, there's some intrigue and something great. And so I'm going to have to say Star Wars. I think there's been, with the new blood that came into Star Wars was what did it. There wasn't Mm -hmm. that much new blood in Inner Geekdom, if you think about it. The only new blood we saw was Jacob Wittnaben, Amaru. Jesse Swift. Jesse Swift. And I think that was it. Oh, we're going to also have to have Jesse on sometime because Jesse is great. I would love to have Jesse on the show. I would love to have Amaru on. Uh, yeah, me too. Look, as someone that has played against Amaru and lost. Yep. <laughs> That's all. That's all I wanted to say. But but the last thing about this match though, I think Nick I I I love IG till the IG tournament because of the t- TKOs. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh, so Ryan, many Ryan, Star Wars that has been the, the division that has been the most fun to watch. Yep. That was the problem with the IG tournament. Every single match ended in a TKO. And until that, that we get to bad. the until we get to the finals, then it ends in a KO. Yeah, that just looks bad. I mean, it it, it was that. it was weird matches. Mm-hmm. By the way, question: Besides Chandru, and besides Paul, is there anyone else on the swag the swag roster that can be an IG player? Ugh. Because I think that hurt them in the IG yeah. tournament. Well, that, yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, because they had to put Paul in because they knew, like, oh, we can't put Chandru in until we got to put in someone. We got to put in Paul. Al- they also had a weird situation with Star Wars because um, you had, mm-hmm. what's his name? Um, you had Ace, Ace. And then you had Laura Sorry. Kelly. Ace played once this whole season. I thought he played twice. I think he only played one. No, he, no, he, no, he won he round one, and then he lost to Thomas Harper. Yep, yep, that's it, that's it. That's how I know. It's like he won his first match, but then he lost to Thomas Harper. Yeah, but let's we'll go ahead and move on to our predictions for this week. You wanted this one. Yeah. Okay. So, so ready for the first one? Actually, since this week is more of a teams, we're going to go blue. Oh, no, it's not really. Well, that's the that's the main event. Well, that's the pay-per-view. Okay. <laughs> yep. Anyway, here's our first match of the week. Boom! Who do you have and why? 
Who this one's tough. This one is very tough. I cannot wait for the promos. These two are going to well, be at each other. No, I think we'll get some promos. I, I, even though Nurkron Ner- won't be doing it, I think there will be some promos. I don't know who's doing them, but I almost promise you there will be some promos. Um, but ah, uh, I got Griffey. I got Griffin names. <coughs> Brian's got Griffin names. Though. I want Paige to win. Griffey Nooms has proved himself so much this year. And also, it's all about which match I want against Bibiani. I want Griffey Nooms. I'm picking Griffey Nooms to win. Yeah. All right. Go to the next match. Next match, Brennan Meyer versus the Barbarian. I'm going to go first. I'm picking Brennan Meyer because I I think at least one Finsock Exchange member will make it to the semifinals. I don't see two. So no. uh, we have not watched the Patreon. We have not watched on Patreon yet. So we are we okay, not, so Brian, you we can't have not get watch it. it. Okay, so Leo's going with Newman. All right. I'm picking Brennan Meyer for this one. <laughs> the fine tenderoni. Hey, fine young tenderoni. To you. I know. Fine young tenderoni. All right. So that's who I'm choosing. Leo's got Meyer. I well, got this, Meyer. Okay, new question. If Barbarian wins, is this an upset? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people were saying when Barbarian beat Paul Oyama, they said that was an upset. I didn't see that as an upset because I look at them sort of like on the same playing field of this is how their seasons have been, so they're even. Will this be an upset? Yes, this is an okay. upset. Because Brendan Meyer is the team champion right now, and the way he's been playing, he's been playing great. Yeah, and and the fact he be, already beat uh, Adam Collins this season or mm-hmm. in the tournament, so it'd be an upset. To the audience, isn't an upset. Let us know in the comments down below. But we'll go on to the next one, and that is Dan Merle versus Janine the Machine. You go first. The one. This is the one that me and you will be disagreeing on, but mm-hmm. I gotta. Man, Janine's gonna hate me, but I gotta go, with Dan. Yeah, she is gonna hate you because I'm picking I know, Janine. Right? I know, right? Oh my goodness, Janine! I, I feel so bad about this. The match that Dan had against Lon is the only reason because that was the one before this one. Yeah, that was the round two. The match against Lon is the reason why I'm picking Janine. Dan slipped up quite a bit in his match against Lon and in his match against Jess. But Dan is angry. Look, it doesn't matter if he's angry or not. Janine is hungry. Janine has been angry since his her loss against Marisol. That would have put her in the number one contender match. She's been angry since May. So I, I think being angry since May is a whole lot more substantial than... Dan being angry over his team's loss. He can get over a team's loss. What's with you and Brian always like agreeing? Like y'all just have like this connection, look, I think. Look, it's it's the corruption chills. That's what I, that's all I gotta say. All right, go on to the next thing. All right, hold on. If Dan loses, no spectacular for Dan. Unless if unless unless Dan if Dan loses, excuse me, everyone, he could be the one to go up against Roka in that spectacular match. If he loses this match, I'm just saying that there is a possibility that Stan Dan still goes to spectacular. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. You never one. know. 
the pay-per-view teams tournament finals king arthur versus press room the king king con and arthur nooms versus josh horowitz and perry nemiroff believe i'm going first this time yes we're getting a quirky merc civil war everybody uh you gotta go you're going Look, press room. This is the one I am shooting my shot at. I should have picked them last time. I'm picking them this time. Ah. <sighs> All right. Ryan's got King Arthur. Leo's got King Arthur. Everyone's Ryan's choose got King, King Arthur. Arthur. Everyone's choosing King Arthur. I'm picking press room. I'm going with my heart now. I'm going King Arthur. Yep. See? Whatever. When King I... Arthur when King Arthur loses. I'm going to laugh in everyone's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though King Press Arthur Room, is. comeback kids of the week, of the year in teams tournament. King Arthur is incredible, though. I, I know. Look, I'm, but, I'm not going to deny, but it's all about team chemistry. I'll say this, though. King Arthur's chemistry is incredible. King Con and uh, Nooms is great. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying... Press room has stronger chemistry. Mm-hmm. Not as good as our chemistry, though. I know. Like, look, if we were if we were in the teams tournament, what would our name be? Would we just call ourselves the Galaxy Geeks? Hmm. Interesting. Just sheer silence. Studs from the galaxy. Studs from the galaxy. That's too much. I know. Galaxy studs. Galaxy studs. Yep, that's there we what, go. What we are. That's our team name. That is oh, our team Perry's name. never been in spectacular. Yeah, I know. That's why. Look, I am full on confident, and this is a five rounder. These none of them have played in a five rounder. We don't know how that's going to change. Mm-mm. So this could help Perry because you so, see, like it sometimes in three rounders, Perry gets a little off at certain points. The five round match could help Perry. Imagine. This helps Perry get the victory. I hope so. So and insane. we'll get a quirky Merc Civil War. <laughs> Man, you just wanted to get that done, didn't you? Look, I'm willing to have a quirky Merc Civil War. I'm not willing to have a Shazam Civil War. Well, in saying that, let's go ahead and end the show for today. Mm-hmm. Everyone, thank y'all for joining us. We have loved doing these live shows. Do you want to ever go back to the non-live? I don't know if I ever want to go back to the non-live. I love the audience. I love the conversation. And I'll be honest, I love eating on camera. I actually just despise you for doing that so much. But, you know. <laughs> Look, every single show has their distinct thing. Our distinct thing is I eat my dinner as we're on the show. Yeah, yeah, you're a terrible person, Melina. <laughs> I'm not a terrible person. Uh, Ryan, thanks, guys. Great show. Thank you, Ryan. Honestly. Thank you so much. And everyone, don't forget, hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever a new reaction, whether that be trailer or Schmodan reaction, comes your way. Hit the subscription or subscribe to us. I don't know what I was going with. Subscribe to the channel. That way you'll be fully up to date with all the videos we have here. Also, hit the like button. Get more people to look at our videos. Helps the algorithm a bunch. Comment down below on the playback with something that maybe you forgot to say during the live chat and you want to state it again. Put it in the comments. Also, don't forget to check out all the Schmodown content that's going to be coming out from the Movie Trivia Schmodown. 
as you saw, Paige for Betty versus Griffey Nooms. Uh, Brendan Meyer versus the Barbarian, Shane Murrow versus Janine the Machine, King Arthur versus Press Room. Look, sometimes even though you just got done talking about it, you blink on what I blink actual... all the time. Yeah. So make sure to support the movie trivia showdown. Also, make sure you give all the love you can to Nerd Chronic. That way, he'll know that everyone out here loves him. Also, for the question of the day, we don't do questions of the day. But I just decided to give one. Question of the day. Who is going to be playing Roka at Schmodown Spectacular? That is going to be your question of the day, everybody. Put them in the comments down below. All that being said, I've been your host, Andrew McKegg. That has been Luke Sutter. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day. Sorry, this is me.